Welcome to City Church. We are a biblically-based, relationally-driven, spirit-led church, encouraging everyone to follow Jesus, grow together, and serve others. We're excited to share this sermon with you today, and you can always find out more about us online at citychurchseville.com. Well, it is Christmas Sunday morning, and many of us are gathering together in homes to remember again the Christmas story of the birth of Jesus. You know, if you're like I am, you would have been kind of now getting ready to complete a year that was challenging. It had unique things that happened. Many of them are great, but there's been some very difficult things that have hit a lot of lives. The reality of it is, is we're getting ready to read the gospel story of the birth of Jesus from Matthew's account. It's something to think about that The birth of Jesus really wasn't a Hallmark card scene. Mary and Joseph had sort of a complicated relationship and journey. The text tells us that. Not only that, there's a lot of oppression that's happening in and around the lives of Mary and Joseph. In the Gospels, we're told that there are leaders that are extremely hostile to the birth of Jesus, and one of those being King Herod. But I think it's helpful for us to think about the birth of Jesus in the context where it truly happened. It was a difficult season. There are a lot of challenges, but obviously there's incredible joy too. There's the birth of a child. And on top of that, we learn from the gospel of Luke that this baby that is born that people are getting excited about is the Messiah, the Savior, God incarnate being born into the world. But even with all that happening, it wasn't an easy time. It was difficult and it was challenging. One of the kind of exciting pieces of the story is when the Magi come to visit Jesus. We're gonna take a quick look at that and then what I wanna do is kind of take what Matthew shares about the Magi and then we're gonna take a brief comparison about what the Gospel of Luke tells us about the shepherds. Both of these groups of men come to visit Jesus. So we're gonna pick up our reading in Matthew chapter two, verse nine. And here's what the gospel tells us in Matthew. After they had heard the king, this is the Magi, the king is King Herod. After they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed on coming to the house. So just picture again, just like the home that I'm in and the home that you're in, this is the context in which Mary and Joseph are when the Magi come. So the text tells us, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed, and on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down, and they worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. So here's what we have, sort of as what the Gospels want us to know about the birth of Jesus and this original episode with the Magi. You know, it's interesting to note that many believe that there were three kings or three Magi. The Gospels don't say that. There were three gifts. And because of three gifts, some assume that there were three Magi. But I want us to think a little bit about this birth story. First of all, Mary and Joseph are in a home with Jesus. And these Magi come. And what little we know about the Magi is they had come a long way. Not only had they come a long way, but the text tells us clearly that there was some type of a star that had been leading them. And so if you were to think about the Magi journey 
to come to Jesus. It was lengthy and it was led kind of in a natural way. But if you were to think about what Luke tells us about the shepherds, the shepherds' experience of the birth of Jesus and coming to see Mary, Joseph, and the baby, their experience is very different. Their experience is one that is supernatural. Angels show up to them and announce the birth of Jesus. And we know really how far it was that the shepherds had to travel, and it was an extremely short distance. So if you think about the shepherds coming to visit Jesus It's a short span of time and length of walk. And it's also really supernatural because angels are involved. And then you kind of compare that to the Magi. The Magi travel a long way. It's a long journey to get to Jesus. And the truth of it is, theirs is natural. There's some type of a heavenly body that leads them and guides them. And so when you think about people coming to Jesus and coming to understand who he is, Some, it's a short journey, and it's dramatic and supernatural, and it's something that's very compact. But if you think about the Magi, other people come to Jesus, and it's a lengthy journey. It's one that may, on the surface, seem to lack the supernatural intervention of the angels like the shepherds received. But I think what the gospel's trying to tell us on Christmas is that people come to Jesus different ways. Some come and it's brief and short and supernatural. Others come to Jesus and it's lengthy and it feels more natural. It's maybe more contemplative and it takes longer to kind of get there. But as we think about the birth of Jesus, I think that's one of the things that the gospel's trying to tell us. You know, another thing that we know from these two birth stories is that the shepherds were Jewish. They were people who were waiting for a Messiah. They were people who their very religion kind of mandated what had just happened to them through the birth of Jesus. But if you think about the Magi, the Magi clearly and most likely are Gentiles. They're not Jewish. They are people who are coming from another kingdom and they're coming into the nation of Israel and they're coming to acknowledge the kingship of Jesus as being king of the Jews. And so when you think about it that way as well, at the birth of Jesus, not only are people who travel a long distance invited, not only people who are traveling a short, maybe a supernatural distance are invited, now we've got at the birth of Jesus, we have Jew and we have Gentile as well, Jews being of the nation of Abraham and the Jewish people, and then you've got the Magi, they're Gentiles, and here we find them at the birth of Jesus as well. If you think a little bit more about the Christmas story, you would recognize something else, that in the shepherds, we have lowly, most likely very impoverished, sidelined people. These are people that at the time of Jesus, shepherds were viewed as kind of the vagabonds of society, the discards of society, the people that were outcasts and pushed aside. You think about them and how the angel comes to them and invites them to the birth of Jesus. And then we think about the Magi, These are aristocratic, wealthy, powerful, educated people. And so what we find at the birth of Jesus comparing the gospel of Luke and Matthew is that we have the spectrum of people in Jesus's day. We've got the sidelined, downtrodden, looked down upon group of people. And then you've got the wealthy, powerful, educated, aristocratic people. And we find both of them find their way to the birth of Jesus. 
So my simple thought for us at City Church for the Christmas story is I want us to think about the breadth and the reach of the birth of Jesus. Again, you have people that go a short distance and it's supernatural. Then you have people that travel a long distance and it feels natural with some celestial body that guides and directs them. And then you've got poor people and sideline people and then you've got wealthy, educated, aristocratic people. And the gospels are telling us that the birth of Jesus and the invitation to come and to discover who he is is for all people. It's for Jew and Gentile, rich and poor, educated or undereducated, doesn't matter who it is. The gospels are telling us that the story of the birth of Jesus is for everyone. And I often think about in my closing thought what it must have been for Mary and Joseph. Can you imagine them there in the home and the shepherds come in and tell this incredible supernatural story of an angel meeting them in their flocks in the fields at night and announcing the birth of Jesus and who he is. And I can't help but think that Mary and Joseph must have been affirmed and confirmed about what the angel had told Mary and Joseph about who the Jesus truly is and who their child is. And then to think about how someone had come from a long way off to acknowledge their son as King of the Jews. You have to think about what the impact must have been on Mary and Joseph as well. These stories that we just alluded to are rich and they're powerful, but ultimately what they're doing is presenting something to you and to me. And what they're presenting is, what are we gonna do with the birth of Jesus? Are we willing to come a short distance or a long distance? Are we willing to come and look again at the incarnation of God and look at the birth of Jesus? And are we willing to acknowledge what was said about him? That here, this boy is the incarnation of God. He's the son of God. He's the savior. He's the one that the Older Testament spoke about and prophesied about. And we are called again, no matter what station of life we are in, we are called again to come and to look into this manger and to look at this child and to determine for ourselves who is this child and what will he mean to me. Well, God bless you. And thank you for joining in, worshiping with us in our homes. And before we exit, I want to give the pastoral blessing. Now, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May God himself turn his countenance towards you and in doing so give you his grace and his shalom on this Christmas Sunday. And I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.